You are on Line of Sight, a War Machine and Hordes podcast for new and experienced players, sponsored by Broken Egg Games. This is uh, Line of Sight, episode number nine. Uh, it's going to be kind of a wacky one because we are actually live streaming this one. Uh, so let me know if there's any kind of audio issues or whatever. But I'm, of course, here with my good buddy, Jaden. How's it going, man? It's going well. That's it's going super good. well. And our intern is dead. Uh, he just he just died. Now, Brett is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Might actually be in the chat thing, but Brett is uh, actually traveling at the moment. Yeah, he's at an airport or something, and uh, so he's going to go win another tournament and play minions blah, blah, and blah blah blah. Bunch of lame nonsense. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's what all he's up to today. So uh, this is going to be a little bit more um, getting right into the muck, <laughs> as it were. Uh, because I don't, as far as news, news is pretty much what we're going to be talking about because that's one massive thing that, that really happened over this week. Um, so we're not going to be doing uh, rule of the week and whatnot because this is going to take forever. So, yeah. Yes. Literally. Literally forever. So, uh, what happened this week, Jade? <laughs> uh, you know, we saw like three insiders. Yeah, that was cool. That was it. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> yep. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, no, so we, we saw an insider that had the preview of the dynamic update that's coming out um, in the not-too-distant future, but before War Machine Weekend, or not War Machine Weekend, sorry. Well, yeah, probably before War Machine Weekend, but before WDC. Um, and we also got the CID information for the 12 Days of Christmas stuff, which is... Yes. Super sweet. So the idea is we're going to be touching on the dynamic update a little bit. Uh, dynamic update really only had a couple new things in it. Um, it was mostly stuff from the Signar Trencher CID. So it's not really uh, well, a lot of it is stuff that we've known about for a while. But uh, there were a couple points that were kind of important that uh, that showed up there. So I'm going to go ahead and actually bring that up. Let me make sure I do it without screwing up the world. Okay, that should do it. That should do it, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, there we go. I see and, it. Uh, we'll, of course, uh, for anybody who's not watching this actually live, uh, we will be uh, posting all the links for all this stuff, too, So, in case you have not seen it. So, uh, the insider was yesterday, and this was one from uh, Mr. Will Pagani, of course, the wonderful man that he is. And he decided to let us know a little bit about what was going on with Signar. Um, pretty much yep. top to bottom, as I said, a lot of this is kind of older information. Um, some of it, and I, I don't, I didn't have a solid handle on the Signar CID at the time. So if, uh, like, if there's little changes in here that happened between the CID and this insider, I, I will not necessarily know about them except for a couple of things. Um, specifically, there was, wasn't there two things? There was Haley, right? And there was something else. Was it was it the Merc Jack? I think it was the Merc Jack. I don't. It, it might oh, have been the Merc Jack. Oh, yeah. and the old witch fix. That's what it was. Okay. 
Yeah, the the. Oh yeah, yeah that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> let's go uh, back up here. I'm gonna go ahead and do the Haley one last because that's most important, frankly. Um, so a uh, little, little, little uh, kind of. Uh, what I don't even know the right word for this, but little just fixed to something with uh, the good old witch of Kador. Uh, basically, the way it was worded, you could take Scrapjack with uh, old witch. Two is that the Kador one? I was flip, I was mixing up. You yeah, you could yeah. take Scrapjack with Old Witch or Two three, technically. Uh, I don't think anybody ever tried seriously, but <laughs> the wording allowed for it, so they just tweaked it so that it it specifies the Old Witch of Kador as as the one that uh, that Scrappy Jack goes with. Uh, the other one just went alongside the fix for the Grenadier uh, with the uh, loader ability. Um, Loader used to say that you had to have a friendly faction warrior model based to base with you to be able to fire, right? Uh, now it's within one inch. Yep. So it just makes you... A, yep. It's a little less clunky. That's that's really all. Yeah, and it's not completely within one inch because small bases are larger than one inch, so that wouldn't work. Yeah. Yep. And then we're going to bump it up with Haley yep. real quick. Uh, real quick. Yeah. So... <laughs> Proceed to listen to Chandler rant about how happy he is about this for I the mean, next hour. <laughs> it's weird, because I don't want to be that guy who's just like, yes, stomp on your grave. Like, I, I don't feel that way. Um, I, I understand that it's not much fun to have uh, things nerfed, but uh, basically what happened is Haley 2, uh, Temporal Shift, her feet, the wording on it changed so that it it's the same, but now only affects D3 plus 5 enemy models. Um still really gross against battle group heavy stuff um mm -hmm. you're just yeah for sure i've got like eight heavies and it's like most of your army gets shut down um still uh yeah it's pretty effective into certain kinds of builds but it makes her a lot less useful into like extreme infantry swarms the thing is is that signar fights those mm -hmm. really well already so it's kind of i think this is a really yeah. good nerf but i don't think it shuts her out um, it just means, like, this This is all I ask for. You can build a list that, like, could be good against her. That's literally, like, that's what anybody's asked for, right? It's it's always just been... It's always just been... Yeah, basically. Of, like, well, it's just good against everything. I just gotta, like, hope I can survive for four rounds, and maybe I'll win after that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like... And to be honest, the, the really scary parts of her kit are still there. She still has TK. Thorn she still has Simple Acceleration. She still Thorn still exists in his wonderful amazingness. Um, and I mean, in some ways, she's getting like better in like the fact that she's got a whole slew of new toys to play with in the the trencher stuff. Uh, and also, like Stormlances now really break armor, so she's going to be even better into that. But yeah, she's no longer just like. I feet, and then I went on scenario next turn because I went second. Yay! Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, this is. I think she's fine. Like looking after this. I mean, I haven't played against her yet with this kind of a change. Um, so there, there's a lot of testing that needs to go into that. We're gonna see a lot of games. I, I expect uh, coming around, but this feels like something you can play into, you know. And it's not just like. Mm -hmm. absolutely punishing <laughs> you know uh, unless you and un like it does counter yeah exactly though, so i mean if you're like i'm that guy who brought yeah Older exactly two, like, two that old gets, rats. that's so bad <laughs> like, it's that feet didn't get nerfed at all against you know a list like that really except it might not get i don't know what are your stone nope. shapers or something like you know um 
So, yeah, it's a pretty good deal. Uh, some people have talked about a few cool uses for it, like uh, hitting leader models with it. Now, I want to say that's not as good as it sounds. A lot of people have been saying that that's like, it's still just as good, because she just shuts down units by stopping the leader so that their command range is shorter. If you actually, like, lay it on the table, that doesn't really actually reduce your threat range, unless your leader was way far back in the first place. Um, yep. so sometimes those officers yeah. that you're trying to hide way in the back, like that you could get screwed by that, but you just have to play with that in mind. Um, the ones that do get screwed is if you have a mm -hmm. command range that is like notably shorter than the charge range of your models. Um, yeah, like, uh, a lot of like the Bane Knights are seven inches, for example, and they charge like, you know, yeah. eight so, to farther than that, like, depending uh, on uh, grotesques got mentioned a couple times. Um, cause they're like command like, yeah. five or six or something. Um, there's a, there's a couple that are super, super low, uh, but it, it's not too bad. Uh, most of the time you'll find you can, you can just walk that leader, but it is a thing she can do. And if you don't, if you play incorrectly around it, it'll just be like giant middle finger. So, yep. 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 It's uh, true. that was, so and there's a lot of other little things in here that I think were probably tweaked between the CID and the, uh, in this, but I, I didn't follow the, the trencher city quite close enough um the other thing to note a lot of people have asked about this uh this is not a live dynamic update um they are waiting on it for a little bit basically once it gets once it goes onto the card database and goes onto war room that's pretty much the best time uh to know that that the, the update is actually going out um yep and there will probably be another insider to officially let us know yeah, we'll on the, the day that it goes PDF out. For that, right, as well, that has the, the dynamic update. Like, it's like the old yes. PDF. So. Yep. Um, there, will, there will actually be, like, official documentation that's like, here's the stuff that changed. Um, for now, this is just a heads up, basically. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is for the, the WTC players to be like, don't get, don't get your list locked into, you know, Haley if you don't want to play with this feat. Or be aware that you can play the new and amazing Cray. Because it's going to be coming out. Of, uh, like the more uh, high-profile signal players like Jarl, who uh, said he, he is drastically changing his lists based off this. So it's interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean, it makes sense. Um, it'll be, it, I, so. I'm really excited to see kind of what... I don't know. I'm excited to see what Signar is doing now. You know? Like, is this going to really... Yeah, because it's not just like Haley 2 and something. a lot of really awesome stuff. So, yeah. Super duper deep, but just the the constant like, well, Haley does that better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was a Signar <laughs> player. I, I get it. Haley is just really really good, and she's sure. she was a ton of fun to play. But but so, yeah, there's a lot of other cool stuff. Update stuff uh, in a very quick nutshell, and of course we'll have the link for that uh, for anybody not uh, actually looking at the screen right now. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and bring up the um, CID documents. I think we'll start with models. We'll go on to we'll, we'll okay. deal with the theme. Sounds good. Later. Okay. All right. Well, the very best place to start is right from the beginning. <laughs> yep. Yep. Even though it's with Signar, which we already just talked about from Julian. <laughs> yeah, tell us about uh, a little bit about Lieutenant Bastion Falk. We don't need like a number by number rundown, but just what's this guy? What's this guy up to? Sure. So, so like I, I actually want to play this model. Um, oh, hi, Brett. <laughs> um, I, I want to play with this model because he's just like, oh my gosh. So I love sprint models. Mm -hmm. I love sprint models a lot. 
uh, and run and gun being, you know, the range equivalent of that is just super duper sweet to me. Um, and the other thing that I absolutely love about him is that he has crevasse on a, on a gun. So, so like the the really interesting is like he can shoot a warjack with that weapon and then spray six off the back of it and then kill a dude and then run and gun off of that because it's still part of the ranged attack. Yeah. So I think, I think that's super, super cool. And, um, like I don't, I, I realize he doesn't do like a whole lot for basically anything else except for the fact that he's just, he just sweet on his own. But yeah, yeah, like I mean, Rat Seven Spray Eights mm-hmm. with POW Twelve, that's just fine. Um, and he's got like damage increases for magic attacks, so that's kind of interesting. But eh, I don't know. I I just want to like use him a lot to kill stuff and then back away and kill stuff and back away. I think it's going to be really interesting with the, the SR 2017 scenarios. Cause he's just like, I get in your face and I kill some dudes and then I'm on that. <laughs> on a note, uh, See ya. I think you misspoke just a little bit. You do have to box the model to make the spray. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, you do you? Kill, so it is quite little oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. crevasse that you can't like direct the same way. Okay. Like it, it sprays off of a dead model. Um, it's a super cool. Any anybody who's played Infinity okay. is, is familiar with kind of how that works. It's a it's a he has an Infinity shotgun, <laughs> makes a spray template off the model that it struck. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, gunfighter reciprocate on a spray is a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, and, seriously. Hmm. Okay, so actual real quick question about the uh, the the spray thing um, because it has to box its original target. So if you use him to spray something that's like way in the back. And it doesn't get to it, but it lines you up with like six other things. You probably don't get to do his extra to, spray you, off of you it, do you? To, you have to pick a target. And, okay. And it would. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what you're actually killing. So. Yeah, yeah, but what's fun? It like reciprocate with that double spray shot is really funny. Like, <laughs> you never know. Like, well, yeah, yeah has, and reciprocate yeah. with so gunfighter. Like, pay attention to what you're doing and not not position incorrectly because he could just kill stuff wonderful yeah he mm-hmm. seems cool now he, he's got the the issue that combat solos often have which is how often are you likely to necessarily take him um free with uh the new or well, not new but it was free with sons of the tempest maybe like it, it kind of depends do you do you want that yeah do you want that extra pew pew i mean if you're taking sons of the tempest you're doing it because of all these shooty guys uh and i i, I think as a free you know five point dude seems pretty reasonable yeah i agree he's cool, he's cool. i like his model shotgun a lot too mage, as a, as a shotgun mage is so specific about putting it. uh <laughs> the next one down is a change to holy zealots this is a very minor tweak but a pretty good one uh holy zealots gained a point of rat yep rat five yay um they yeah, it used to be fervor. Uh, one of their prayers gave them plus two to hit and damage rolls, and this, it, that on top of their mini feet, they're mm-hmm. some of the most gross units in the game. Um, but they lost that plus two to hit, and that rat four was yep really noticeable. Outside of Malicus, where it was still awesome because it's like, look, I quick that or I scourge that thing, and then you take a bunch of POW fourteen guns to the, with boosted damage rolls. Yeah, but they bump up to Rat five. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that means, I mean, you take them with guys like Savvy, and they're quite accurate. Like Rat six is fine, you know. Um, yep. Rat six POW fifteen. Still, I'll take it. You know, throw six inches, but uh, we'll get our we'll get our sniper sure. protector someday. Sniper <laughs> protector, perfect. 
Uh, <laughs> not likely. <laughs> uh, possibly because of these guys. Deliver sky hammers. <laughs> we need range 20 delivers. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is almost unanimous. This has almost unanimously been called the worst unit protectorate for since Mark III. Um, yep. They're rough. Uh, but... You know, okay. yeah. so when I first saw the changes of these guys, I was a little bit like, eh, bleh. but the more I actually talked to people about it, and this is, this is another thing, is I missed one of the changes that's quite easy to miss. Um, these guys seem potentially really interesting. Uh, I missed the I'm POW guessing 10, you missed the POW 10. Like way off on the right. Okay. And the green is not that different from the black. Sure. So it's kind of like, I was like, bleh, POW 8 still, though. And it turns out they gained two POW, fun fact. Um, so Deliver Skyhammer's gained Rocket Poly. <laughs> uh, this is a little bit similar to... It's it's similar but different to a thing they used to do uh, back in Mark II. So uh, if three of them... So they usually all shoot uh, AoE 3s, right? If three of them participate in a combined range attack, the mm-hmm. AoE bumps up to four. If five of them participate, it bumps up to an AoE 5, which a lot of people don't play with AoE 5s much. It's freaking huge those things yeah, are huge are massive um that that will maybe delete an entire yes. unit right yeah. there because uh, so combined range attacks for blast damage do you half it and then add all do. of the other things yeah. on top so of it these guys are pow 10 okay so uh, five man cras um yeah and a pow 15 and, and straight up would be a pow 15 yep and it's rat seven with five of them or uh, uh, sorry it's rat six with five of them doing it. i all my math is accounting for seventy one, uh, so um, yeah, it's, it's a Rat Six Pow fifteen that also has Arcing Fire, which they gained. Um, still have inaccurate, yep. so still very you know inaccurate. Um, but sure. uh, so the reason, so that they used to have a rule. It may even have been called Rocket Volley in Mark II. That's a little. I did not play this unit. Of course, I also really didn't play Protector that much in Mark II. So here we are. Um, yeah. True story. Uh, the reason it's different is they they didn't used to have CRA. They used to have rocket volley. Like uh, was like these guys can combine. Right, the right, pack, yeah. Because right? having CRA and this rule that interacts with their CRA makes them pretty flexible. You you have a little bit more decision yeah, power there. Yeah, the the uh, the rifle core, the the uh, winter guard rifle core used to have something similar where they didn't have CRA. And they had this rule where they could just put the covering fire thing down that the size of the AOE was like dependent yeah. on the number of dudes doing it. Yeah. So now yeah. Uh, a full unit of Skyhammers, they're not <clears throat> uh, super. I mean, they're 13 points. This is the same as Zealots before the UA. Um, that's pretty cheap for, you know, a, a 10 man unit that can fire two POW 10 AOE fives <laughs> per turn. Yeah, like that. That'll just delete like entire units. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, you take it with 71, 71 you bump up to that like power eleven. Um, it's really at the end only like you know one point more than they were doing, but it's this enormous AOE. It's I don't know. It's it's very and arcing fire is actually really big, um, for two reasons. One is yep. you know obviously the line of sight ignoring is really great, um, but also being able to ignore each other. <laughs> uh, Skyhammer. Oh yeah, that's really that's true. Of like balling up when they fired because CRE units tend to kind of do that um, and they just like couldn't do it because <laughs> like, none of them would be able to see anything like so it was kind of awkward unless it was like you know a bigger model but uh, I mean they'll do a lot of really great stuff they, they already had some capabilities like if you really just need to like kill a solo like they'll do it 
But um, now mm-hmm. I mean, taking with like Sevy One or even uh, even Fiora Fiora Three, um, yeah, and I've been playing yep. around with because they can be taken in the Theme Force. We'll talk about later, but that Theme Force can also currently take Ion and Holt. Um, firing, you know, Sevy One, two Pow. Uh, what did I work that? Eighteens. Yeah, thirteen, eighteen. Jeez, are Rat Seven. You know, it's pretty good into a heavy. That hurts. <laughs> they don't like that. So yeah, uh, they're interesting. I don't think they're amazing, but I think they are a lot more interesting than they were. So they'll be fun to test. I'm, I'm excited about trying them out more. Yeah, for uh, sure. Next one down, more Protectorate. If you think it's a lot of Protectorate, wait till we get to Circle. Um, this is our <laughs> new model. This is the Champion of the Order of the Wall, or Champion of the Wall? I usually say because it's just a pain in the ass frankly um so <laughs> this is our uh, paladin dragoon uh he's just a big scary dragoon he's you know speed eight he's mad eight because he's a paladin uh which is great they're always pretty accurate he's def 13 which that always throws people off about paladins is they're all def 13 um yeah that's that's really good for something with 18 armor yeah, and like a lot of boxes up, especially since we have ways to to buff that in kind of interesting ways like giving him ash and veil and things like that um Sure, or like with with Harbinger. Oh my gosh, you can make him like def, like seventeen against the chart yeah, or against living models, which I think are underplayed. Oh. Right now. But if you've got a reclaimer and can throw that soul on for an Ashen Veil, he's he's not going to be easy to kill uh, with a living model in melee. Yeah, uh, it's command of seven. That's important. Um, it actually is. It's not sarcastic. Uh, yep. Yeah. So he gives friendly paladins retaliatory strike. Now the only thing, and this didn't occur to me before, but one thing that makes me really sad about this is that. Durst already has retaliatory strike because whatever this guy's leadership was, Durst was going to get it. <laughs> but it's something he already has. And I was like, uh, oh, sad. Uh, that's yeah. too bad. Session three. Um, so yeah, he's got retaliatory strike. So I want to talk about this rule because people have been crapping on it a little bit. Um, and I'll go. But it's way better on a Dragoon than, well, it, than you would ever imagine. So this is the this is the thing that's irritating about this model. He has a lance, and it has the lance rule. Um, nobody likes the lance rule. <laughs> like nobody likes the lance rule. Nope. And nobody does. Uh, it doesn't really break anything on this guy. There there's a couple models that the lance rule is really awkward on, but it, it's not like it really like screws this guy up in any major way. But it makes retaliatory strike really lame. <laughs> <laughs> like uh he has a one inch melee sword admittedly he may have like the strongest like random close combat weapon on just like a random cavalry guy i can think of um yeah but he, he has does. a sort of close combat so he can't use it when he charges uh but it's range one and it's just a ps12 weapon master which is lower than any of the other paladins um by one yep. from the normal paladins uh so he's got his lance um, it causes continuous fire, fun fact. I thought that was kind of random. <laughs> uh, and it's a PS16, which is fine. Um, I, I wouldn't mind it. it. It is a paladin. The thing about paladins is I always feel like they should hit like way above their weight class because that's what paladins do. Um, in the, but 16 is fine. Um, the thing is, so he's got retaliatory strike and a one-inch melee weapon. So the thing with him is he's not... This is not a guy who's going to be playing KG, like charging in and like repositioning backwards you reposition forward mm-hmm. <laughs> you go deeper you want to engage yep. as much as you can he also has unyielding uh so it's the same type of deal the thing is yep. once you've got this guy jammed in tight he's armor 20 
He's def 13 or higher, depending on what you... I mean, mm-hmm. if you throw Defender's Ward on this... Or higher, people, yep. I've, I've heard people balk at, you know, the idea of throwing Defender's Ward onto a Dragoon instead of, like, a unit. But 15-22 is kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a stat line, With yeah. With Retaliatory Strike. <laughs> and, steady, and, you know, right, steady. It's not like you're going to knock him down. You can't push him out of his own because he has sturdy as well. Um, if you jam yep. into stuff, it's going to take, like... There are heavies that will fail to do this. Okay. Well, yeah, like, so so I have sent Warpulse Stalkers into Manowar Dracoons and not been able to sprint yeah. out more times than I would like to, like, ever count. And this guy's even better. Yeah, he's three defense yeah, higher. It's, you know? it's vicious. You know, yeah, he's three defense higher. We have ways to buff that. Like, I there are things I don't like about him, like, absolutely. But at the end of the day, if you jam him into things, people are going to have a hard time dealing with him. And retaliate. And you can take and you two, can take of, them, two of them. Pretty, pretty silly, actually. <laughs> um, on top of that, the... Uh, uh, what was I going to say? So the retaliatory strike on the other paladins, right? Because they all have one-inch melee weapons, so people kind of mm-hmm. give a crap. So I actually played paladins a lot in Mark III. Uh, more than, I think, just about anybody. And um, you would be amazed, one, what they survive, and two, how often they're just up there engaging a bunch of stuff and being a pain. Um, usually I don't charge with them unless I am really going into a hard target. You just walk them forward in Stone and Mortar and use Righteous Vengeance to get you into melee. Between Righteous Vengeance from uh, Vilmon, this Retaliatory Strike, and the regular activation, they can attack a few times a turn. You're actually looking at Paladins, as long as they survive, making a remarkable number of attacks every turn. And having an advance in the middle of it, mm-hmm. righteous vengeance, they'll just cut through things. Like they'll they'll just cut a handful of infantry down every turn. And aside from like weapon master infantry, if you're close enough that they're not charging you, most infantry really can't kill a paladin. They just won't do it. Because they're like arm twenty one with stone mortar stance, right? At that point, um, arm twenty. Then, okay. I mean, and again, you take like the there's no better caster for this kind of a thing right now than harbinger, I think. And so it's like not only it's like when yep. they do finally kill it, it's like it doesn't die, you know. Um, and he gets a retaliatory strike. Even yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. I think it's really <laughs> interesting. It needs some testing for sure. And that's the purpose of the whole thing, right? So I, I think this guy's really cool. Yeah. One, one, of the cute, one of the cute little synergies that I've, I've kind of wanted to screw around with this guy is um, the continuous effect fire on his weapon makes me, makes me really want to play mm, him with I Fiora like 3 yeah. because you charge in, you whack whatever it is and with your charge. weapon, and then, you know, reposition away. Yeah, and and then yeah, hand charges for free, and he's just like this absolute monster. And you have to decide, like, am I going in on hand or am I going in on that paladin thing right next to him? Yep. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, the only thing that really changes, so when he is dismounted, he loses two speed, loses two arm. Another thing, people forget paladins are speed six. <laughs> Fun fact, they are not speed five. A lot of people think they're five. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he loses two speed, goes down to six. Uh, he's def thirteen, arm sixteen when he's dismounted, and then all he can use is the uh, sword. He loses the lance when he when he's dismounted. Yep. Um, otherwise, he still has everything. He still has the same leadership, retaliatory strikes, steady, sturdy, unyielding. Um, still pretty tough to be honest. Uh, and yep. Yeah. And he gets oh, Vilmon's leadership thing, right? Uh, yeah. Because a few people asked about this. The champion of the order of the wall does get the elite cadre from Dart and Vilmon. So this is a model with Righteous Vengeance. This means he threatens very far, especially with casters like uh, Vindictus yep. or Harbinger, who can give him that plus two inches on top of that. If you proc Righteous Vengeance... Oh gosh, this guy with yeah, Vindictus. Yeah, he goes a mile. Uh, it's, 
It's kind of crazy, actually. So, like, two of them, especially, if you can get Righteous Vengeance on multiple of them, they will turn into things and just... I mean, there are casters that will die to this, you know? Um, Yeah, seriously. Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. You do have to watch out for them, because they will cruise, like, across the planet uh, pretty quickly. I think I worked out it's, like, a (laughs) 17-inch, like, charge or something. So, yeah. 13, 16. Uh, It should be 18, right? Exactly. Speed 8... Speed eight base, three inch move, three inch charge, and you're at fourteen. No, three eight plus two is know. ten plus. <laughs> it, it's eighteen. Okay. It is eighteen. Uh, we're gonna go down to Kador. Capitan Salvador. I mean, you 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 mean the uh, night, exemp- the night, night exemplar Iron exemplar Seneschal? Yeah, man. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I'm kind of excited. You know, as much as I have ownership, I feel ownership over this rule. I'm excited to see it pop up somewhere else because it's such a jank rule. Yep. So she's got Inhuman Resolve, which is the most difficult to explain rule in the game to even, somebody who's never seen like, it before. Um, talked about it on the stream, and he was just like, uh, "You just don't die." <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, when you get disabled by an enemy attack, uh, you immediately remove one damage point, and then the model is disabled, and it becomes knocked down instead of becoming boxed, and its activation immediately ends. Um, something important to note that it doesn't matter if it removes a damage point, it is just disabled. Like, yeah, it just, it's like, just sits, there. Um, so anything in the game that just sits in the, like, disabled box destroyed, like, disabled state where in there for any period of time, but no, it's just, it's just these, things. uh, this, it, this captain. It's yeah. funny because when they're in, um, and, it's like, they don't interact with anything. It's like, they can attack you if they're still standing, but you can't do much to them aside from try to move them around, I guess. TK. Yeah. Well, so, so the interesting thing about her is that, um, she can be taken, I think in Legion of Steel, which gives yeah. her counter charge and the Kovnik yeah. gives her steady. So, she can't be knocked down. Like she can't be knocked down. She dies. And then like you come in and she counter charges and it's like, well, now you've got this thing in your face that literally is not dying. And she has shield guard and she's engaging you because she's got a, you know, the iron fang pike with crit knockdown. So if she free strikes you, there's a good chance that you're getting knocked down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, that shield guard is cute because you're like, I'm disabled, but I can still shield carried and I just won't take damage because F you. (laughs) Great. Yep. So, so uh, yeah, the only ways to get around this, I think, in the game are straight-up consume, which is only on Hyperion's crit and, like, the is Archangel's the, bite. Is and consume? Or is it crit consume? This, I think my, he might. It is not a I know, I know there's only, like, a couple of things. Because um, consume rules yeah. one hit. Uh, but... A ton of, yes. like, most ways people try to get around it are on, like, boxed, and he never gets to that state. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of people in, in Kador that are coming to this and going, this seems really OP. And I'm just kind of like, yeah. it's really good. It's existed for a long time, ago, though, so, like, uh, it's, it's not... It's clearly yeah, not, well, because I've it's been in the game days. forever. Seen, like, this seems really overpowered. And I've also seen, like, this is terrible. You just kill her last. Like, it's easy. Um, it's not as easy as you'd think. It does happen, but it, it even if it does happen, it really forces awkward order of activations a lot. Uh, this is from running, and, and it's, yep. it's the other thing. This rule is about a thousand times better if you do get steady, so like with the Kovnik. Um, 
uh, we yes. might have never sent a shells it's usually with either the book or gravis uh with a no mm-hmm. with no knockdown tech this rule actually gets really insane um another one yes well and the, and the thing is like it just yeah. contests there's like almost there's nothing, nothing you can do, you can do. It, it contests there's a lot of things you can do to stop it i mean you could grievous wounds it it's not gonna you know it's not gonna it's gonna die next turn <laughs> But uh, they're yep. they're really difficult to stop from contesting and whatnot. So these are these are really cool models. Yep. Scarith Scarith does yeah, have crit I consume. I just looked. Uh, and then I mean, at the end, she's also a PS thirteen weapon master with a crit knockdown weapon. So and she's mad eight. Uh, admittedly, yeah. she does not hit yeah. really as hard as a knight exemplar seneschal does. But um, she also has you know true. She's got uh, she has righteous vengeance, which is actually really sweet. Righteous. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I like the solo. I think she's really cool. Um, yep, I like that. I agree. Iron Fangs in general are one of super excited to see her. I actually, do quite like the look of and in, Kador, in and her model looks really sweet. So. Yeah. Yep, I'm very excited <laughs> to see her on the table. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. How do you say this? Agrimony. Sophia Skarova. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, Agrimony. Um, my first thought was Agrimony. <laughs> like that sounds awful. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, Agrimony, Crone of the Dying Strands. This is the genie, yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. Uh, she's a revenant, so... Yeah, that's right. This is a, uh, goes into Ghost Fleet. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Quick, yeah, pro tip. I don't think in her current state she goes into Ghost Fleet over, like, any of the other solos you can take, is but... Is she better than a Cain Wraith? No. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so she's incorporeal. Uh, and undead, and has apparition, so that's yep. neat. And then she's got spell. I haven't looked this model over very thoroughly, so I'm glancing her over now. Uh, she has magic ability seven. Yep. Um, she can remove tough within five inches of her. That's neat. And in treat open terrain is shallow water. Yep. That's cool. It's a nice little board control thing. Yeah. Uh, bone shaker. That's old school. For sure. Um, we definitely know bone shaker. That's yep. a good one. You can kill a couple. Uh, kill a couple models. And uh, oh, super yeah. power. That's great. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So so here's the thing. I think I can see her like, if you think there's going to be a lot of Ghost Fleet and you want to meta the Ghost Fleet by playing Agrimony in your Ghost Fleet list, then she can give your Revenant yeah. dudes magical weapons so that they can shoot the Wraith Engine or the yeah. Black Banes or whatever. Or Resnick Two. <laughs> or Resnick Two. Yeah. Or like yeah. If you if you just want to play them in off, you know. Yeah. Um, she also has Tactician for Revenant. Yeah. Uh, which, with the amount of pirates running around, is I'm sure that's very welcome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Gonna complain about that one. So, so yeah, I, I could see you going. I kind of need. I don't. I don't need more pew pew. I need some tech in this list. I could see her her getting slotted in mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah. She has command eight, so that tactician goes yeah. a fair ways. Yeah, and uh, I mean she's in corporeal def fourteen. Um, Normally I would be like, oh, that's quite hard to kill, but people are just bringing more and more magic weapons these days, so it's it's hard to say how hard to kill that really is. Um, yeah. Is, it's like we're seeing so much of it that people are just, like, teching for it constantly, so. Although not every faction can do Yeah, much it, to the dismay of my gremlins. Well, to a great extreme, anyway. It's true. Uh, yeah. It's true. So she seems neat. Uh, nothing, like, super crazy here. Yep. Um, but I like her model. No. I think she looks cool. Yeah, she's and got her a thing skills. is is uh, Rengrave has like a is what Hungerford said today. Rengrave has like a, a genie bottle dealy, and she hangs out in it. So more fluff, good times. 
All right, onto the Rhett stuff. Oh, uh, you mean the Awesome Jacks? <laughs> this one just has They're a record. only, you know, only awesome. Uh, right. <laughs> I remember the couple of months when that was only in Protectorate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been like a year, hasn't it? Because yeah. this is yeah. the first model outside Protector with it. And then I know, um, is it like Legion that's going to get modeled it? Does something with the regular vision, but anyway, in the future. So, yeah, Siren, uh, the Retribution Vire Light Warjack. Yep. Uh, it's a light speed five, yep. def 12 arm 17. So, it has a regular vision, uh, which mm-hmm. people will remember from Set 2 or Eye of Truth. And it's super easy to give, like, to, to use in this faction because they have Arcanists and then a unit of Arcanists and yeah, then Helios. So, it's just like. Red lists. It's silly. So, basically um, in the last like five games I've played against Rhett I don't think I've had my opponent yeah, allocate it, once it, it's well into the realm of silly at this point um, it has a gun it's range yep. 10, pow 12 uh, when you uh, box a living or undead non-warcaster, non-warlock enemy warrior model, I don't know how many tags get on these things um, you take control of it make a full advance, <laughs> it makes a basic melee attack and then it's RFP'd um, this is more RFP tech for Rhett. So I was, of course, informed that they have a theme force that gives RFP to everything, uh, basically. Um, but beyond yep. that, and um, and Ossian's Shatterstorm, they, they don't have a lot of good, like, single-target, you know, uh, RFP-type stuff, so... Yeah, this is this is going to be a big deal for them. It's a good little gun. Um, I mean, it's Rhett. They just, every, yep. their jacks just all have randomly decent little guns, so... Um, and then it's yeah. got a PS14 blessed magical open fist. It's got yeah, which is really PS16 because yeah, it's it got 14, an Arcanist behind it, or so you know, two open fists that are blessed and yeah. pretty good for a light. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like with Viros, this thing could be easily Mat mm-hmm. Nine PS19. So there's yeah. that. No, that's true. Yeah. This thing is deceptively hard to take yeah. down Irregular as vision. well because just, it's got like so you know with that rule. Yeah, or or just like you know you get to charge it with your heavy, but you've only got one or two focus on it, and I think this thing will yeah, probably really live through like, fully it. Loaded stuff to, to actually take it out. So. Yeah, yeah, so yep. this will be a pain in the butt. Uh, down to yeah, this guy, this yeah, this guy is awesome. I like the him harpy, a lot. the flying jack. Are there any jacks with flight? Yeah. This is the first. This is the first flight. No, nope, this is the first one. Nice. Uh, yep. This one's pretty simple. It's just a fire jacks. The same same defensive and general stat lines. Um, yep. He has one point. Expensive. More expensive. Yep. He's nine points. Uh, his gun is range twelve, pow thirteen, rate of fire two. That's really good. <laughs> yep. Um, and then yeah. thunderbolt. Uh, which is pretty good. Yeah. That's a good rule. Um. Yeah. Nobody hates Thunderbolt. Uh, nope. And again, when they've got more focus than basically anybody else, yeah. they can afford to boost, and crit knockdown is a thing. Yeah. Uh, you can only do one of your shots fully boosted, but that's probably fine. Especially since if you aim, you're like rat eight anyway. Yeah. So just, whatever. Um, and he's got yeah. uh, two open fists. One's PS13, one's PS11. Uh, one is range one, one is range yep. one half. That's, God, that would drive me nuts. <laughs> Yeah, the other well, one the other ones like that, that too. That would be crazy <laughs> <laughs> having one one inch, one half inch on a light. Like, I'm not saying it's bad. I just, <laughs> like, I would forget constantly. No. Yeah. yeah, I think this guy's gonna be like really good with um, 
with Ossian in particular, because he can just sort of be like, look, I'm a boosted damage power 13, so I can boost a hit, and if I knock you down, then my entire army just gets yeah. to go nuts on you. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Harpy seems good. I I like the Siren more. Yeah, I think that's the universal agreement, is that the Siren is really, but really good. It, I would take the Harpy. But... <laughs> <laughs> just just for the rare fire two power thirteen gun that I could battle. <laughs> but that's really what Protector's been asking for for forever. Anyway, so whatever. I mean, that's almost as good as a reckoner right there. It's true. Well, it's yeah, better it's actually because like Rare Fire Two. Uh, reasons yep. we don't have that Jack in Protectorate. Um we've asked for the Protectorate <laughs> Charger. Can we just have chargers in Protectorate and it'll just be like GG World? Anyway. Uh, the next one down, one of the bigger ones, Eminent Configurator Orion. Convergence Warcaster. Yeah. Haven't said that in a while about new stuff. It's been Seriously. years since they released. So um, he's got a couple super relevant stats because he's a Convergence Caster. He's Matt 5, which is eh, mm-hmm. but he's Rat 6, which is, yeah. which is pretty good. Yeah, and he's also yeah. got 7 Focus, uh, he's which is also good. 16, which I can tell you from Vindictus is actually pretty tough. <laughs> Um, that, that's a yep, and he's got eighteen boxes, yeah. so that's uh, good too. Casters are typically like pretty resilient, um, and then obviously you know being, between that being mm-hmm. repairable, uh, they just yeah it's silly. yeah. Um, so I'm gonna be yep. honest, we're gonna get to the end of this and go. I don't know how good this guy is because he's just about the yep. weirdest caster I've seen in a while. <laughs> I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Really fascinating, but I don't get it yet i need to see this guy on the table really bad i think he's amazing into oh, yeah. hordes I, I mean i've even seen posts about that on the scene like, already people just calling him orion the hordes killer um <laughs> but yeah no i agree but uh but in general like i just i don't know this guy's very strange uh he's a focus seven caster which yeah. obviously he gets to use all of because he's a convergence caster and never has to allocate in his life um yep and also has 10 billion shield guards because theme force, so he doesn't have to worry about getting shot to uh, death. So his feet, Oblivion Configuration, which is a great name for a feet. Uh, <laughs> faction models get additional die on attack rolls against enemy models in Orion's control range that have zero focus and fury points, and an additional die on damage rolls against enemy models in Orion's control range that have one or more focus or fury points. So if you forced your war beasts, it's so if you're damage against it. Everything's a weapon master against you now. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's it's super good, and it's an additional die, so you can boost on top of it. Um, so like the assimilator, which is already a weapon master, can charge in at like pal fourteen, I think, yep. with five dice damage. If the, so, you know yes. that's a thing. Um. So yeah, if you if you don't have any focus or fury on you, you're gonna get hit. And if you do have focus on fury on you, it's gonna really really hurt. And the thing that's really scary about this is that it stacks with the tep. Because the tep needed that. And it yeah. Uh, this <laughs> interesting. I like how Pagani talked about it. He was he was talking about assassination runs with it. Because uh, he's like, the thing mm-hmm. is, is that while they have focus on him, um, you really need the damage right because they're going to be using focus to get rid of it mm-hmm. and then once they're out of focus you don't really need yep. the damage as much you need the hit rolls you really need yeah. to hit them um yeah, yeah it's a neat it's a neat setup i like the style of it um that's true well because like his, his guns are at six right so they'll be hitting like if if they're hitting um 
if they're boosting to hit and they're then they get the boosted damage rolls, they're like going after death sixteen to seventeen pretty reliably. Like a truck. So Yep, and hitting like a literal truck. But if you can actually get the crit uh brutal <laughs> on that one jack. That's, that's such a disgusting uh, game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that thing has true sight too. Of course, nobody likes those things, anyways. So yeah. Uh, VS Field Marshal reposition three, uh, common with conversions. They just get field marshals all the time. So uh, he doesn't have it himself. Yep. Um, there's actually a breakdown. Dark Legacy did a breakdown That's true. of like, not super precise, but approximately the number of field marshals that exist versus the number that affect their own caster. It's kind of interesting. It's about half. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It has a soul vessel. It's these conversions. Um, he generates a soul for when that ever yep. matters. <laughs> Two caster games, I guess. Um, he has a gun that's great. Um, he's a range yeah. 13, 13 gun. Uh, if he hits an enemy model directly, before you resolve the damage, you sh- uh, well, you can either push uh, models within two directly away or directly towards. Um, you can yep. do some janky threat range stuff. With so... You can push models closer to you to kill them or pull things forward or any number of little things so you have to be careful yep. about positioning or or get things out of like line of sight blocking like if you screen your caster with two heavies and you're just yeah. like oh, i don't think his, so his freaking sweet yeah. ps10 knockdown weapon i mean <laughs> i'll take it that's that's not terrible yeah, as far randomly. as like I mean, caster the, weapons the, go the, especially matt five pow ten is literal garbage but randomly having knockdowns sure you know okay yeah like because your entire army is ranged or has a gun probably something's attacked and and so like it down and then shoot it to death like yeah yep exactly yep um so he's got avenging force that's a is a wacky one um it's like the righteous vengeance of guns uh only like more yeah so you put it on a you put it on a jack yeah uh, right. Let me make sure I do this correctly. Uh, model in the battle group, so he can actually do it himself as well. Yep. Uh, you put it on them, it's an upkeep, and, uh, if, an, an, if one of your friendly faction warrior models was damaged by an enemy attack in his command range, uh, during your opponent's last turn, uh, one, the... Oh, this is self. God, I'm reading this badly. If he puts it on himself, you choose a model in your <laughs> battle group, and, uh, it can advance three inches and make a basic ranged attack. Um... Yeah. yeah. And uh, servitors count so as warrior models, right? Literally at all. Yeah, okay, this is gross. Forth. So, yeah, he has made yep. sight. That's a great spell. Uh, you know, just the AOE 5, drop mm-hmm. it down in your control. You can see everything in there and ignore stealth. Um, magic bullet. This is a very good spell. Um, yeah, I love magic bullet. Yeah. It's so good. Put it on a model. Goodbye, yeah. choir. Put it on a model. That model hits with a uh, ranged attack roll, then it bounces to whatever you want within four inches and does pow 12 to it. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. not an attack, because we love those. Nope. Uh, yeah. Power Blaster. This is the weird one. Yeah. So basically, the way I think about it is it, it turns the Warjack into a Forsaken, basically. You just stick a focus on it and then zap yeah. everything around it. And this is awesome for, like, clearing off a jack because it's range 10, mm-hmm. so you're going to be way the heck back. 
Um, and you give a, you give it a focus and it's like zap everything within one inch of me takes the pow 10 and then you give it another focus or if it already had a focus on it, then it's like everything within two inches yeah. or everything within three inches. Um, and the interesting thing is that you can put it on an yeah. enemy warjack. It's an offensive spell. It works like TK. Yeah. You auto hit your own things, but you have to roll to hit enemies. Um, so obviously this is meant to also interact with his feet. Um, so if you want to throw mm-hmm. that focus on so you can get the other part of his feet onto Warjacks, you can definitely do that. Um, and then, yeah, I can clear some just chaff infantry as well. So, I mean, you can even do silly things. I mean, they have so much focus to go around. You could do things like leave, like, you know, two focus on one of your jacks and just run into the middle of a bunch of infantry and then hit it with Power Blaster and kill some dudes. Um, a lot of options there. Yep. Really and then he has Spell Piercer. Yeah, which is, you know, sometimes good enough yeah. by Spellpiercer itself. Is, on a sometimes it, that spell's useless. Like, absolutely, sometimes you'll just not ever cast it. But when it's useful, it's really, really good. Very strong. Yep. I agree. So, yeah, I don't know how good he is. <laughs> I, I think he I looks no like freaking idea, fun to play. He seems interesting. Yeah. He is just very yep. weird. He's one of those casters who's just like, well, I've never seen anything like this one before, so I really have nothing to go off of. So, that's always, <laughs> and that's exciting. I think yeah. that's great. I think I think I think his feet and and spell piercer are enough to make him competitive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go down to the exciting one, Lieutenant Cross. Resistance Lieutenant spell. Cross. I am actually super like excited about this caster. Like, I don't know. He looks like Kane, but like less dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but it's kind of like it's Kane, but it's like kind of like balanced, but still really cool. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, yep. and not Rat Nine, but I don't. But I don't know that that even matters. Not Rat Nine. I suspect. That, I suspect that's going to be changing because, like, the description of him is he's a super solo that like, like blows things up. And just, with his rules, though, the guy's so accurate anyway. But it's weird. Yeah, but like Rat Seven would make way more uh, sense. He's Rat Six. <laughs> Matt Six Rat Six. Def fifteen arm fifteen, which is fine. That's super super basic, slightly yep. squishy. Uh, Cast it, especially since he has 15 boxes. Yeah. Does he have 14? Which, you know... Four... Uh, no, he's got 15. Yeah, he has 14. Oh, no, he does only have 14. This guy is living on the edge. Jeez. Um, I mean, it's... Okay. Uh, it, it, like, 15-15's decent. I mean, that's like the circle stat line, right? So any of us who played circle for any amount of time is just like, ah, oh, yes, 15-15, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> More or less what I expected. Uh, he's focus six. Um, his feet, <laughs> Shadow War, which is a Warhammer 40k skirmish game. Uh, friendly faction models in his control gain Pathfinder, Stealth, and Run and Gun. I am a major I fan like of all three of these rules, so I approve. Like this, I have often seen our battle group only, like feats that have this kind of feel. Yes. I like that this is just everything. Um, that makes his army really yes. wacky for a turn if you brought, like, a serious gun line. <laughs> like, you're yeah. just all over the place. Um, you're screwing yep. up enemy gun lines really bad. The Pathfinder is great. And then run and gun means, uh, I mean, a lot of the time with uh, gun lines, you end up with issues with scenario. But I think run and gun, you might actually be able to contest properly and all kinds of stuff like that. So it's... Or heck, just take control of scenario or of zones as you like blow things up out of them yeah. and then move into them. Yeah, and of yeah. course he's a mercenary. He works for Signar Protectorate and the Crucible Guard. Um, 
I'm really hoping, since I do plan on playing Crucible Guard, that this guy works as an actual caster for them. If not, he's just going to be a, like, I can be in two caster games with Crucible Guard, at which point I won't care because I never play those. But Yeah. Um, <laughs> he has Gunfighter. Uh, and then... Yep. He, okay, so this is where his defense does buff up a little bit. I forgot about this. Uh, once per turn, during his activation, yes. he can spend a soul token to gain plus three death for the round. So that's 18-15. That's a lot yep. more bearable. Yeah, I mean, that's even better. Like, 18-15 is a much better stat line than Kane, who's like 17-13, I think. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not a spell, so Bless doesn't ignore it. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Sweet gun. Uh, I love this Soul gun. <laughs> like a sea of Kane, anybody? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, range 12, rate of fire 2, pow 12 is pretty good. Uh, and if he gets bumped up to rat 7, like Very I expect solid. he will, it will be... It will be even better, yeah, because he's got a special called Black Boon, where if he's got a soul token, he gets an additional die on attack and damage rolls drop the lowest, so he gets signs importance for himself, um, which is awesome. But he also has the option to take off three soul tokens, get four attacks with it, and then get boosted everything. Attack and damage rolls are boosted for him. So it's like, look at me, just unload these, like... And everything's boosted. And on top yeah. of that, um, yeah, this will stack with Black Boon if you still if you have four souls and you spend three, they will all be signs of punch. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's just like essentially that's a pal fourteen. That's what signs of importance kind of does is like plus two, and then like he's a merc, so you can play with Ayana, so that's pal sixteens, and like you could he's got gunfighter, so if you're really dumb and want to chuck him at something, and you've got uh Ragman in your list, now you're like. Pow sixteens. Yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah. Also, the gun itself snags souls when he kills things. Uh, this guy does not have a hard time getting souls. Yep. Which that's always a thing with casters like this. No. It's kind of like yeah, but it's a pain in the butt, right? No, uh, this guy will have plenty of them. Um, yep. And there's yeah. more into that uh, as we go into a spell list. He also has a knife. It is. L- it is cares? terrible. <laughs> Good lord. Pow eight knife. I mean, with gunfighter in that gun, I don't know why you would yeah. use it. But no, maybe uh, yeah, no. <laughs> All right. Um, spells. He has dark fire. Uh, it's just a cost two, range ten, pat twelve. Yep. I I don't know why you would ever cast this. Uh, it's because he gets the soul token yeah. no matter what. So like, if there's other soul yeah. taken models around it, like that that can yeah. be a big deal. This is a this is not going to yeah. be cast often though. That is for sure. Uh, no. So good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not as good in Mercs because they just don't have that many great gun yeah. options for their jacks. But for him and himself, it's just like, hey, look, I, I'm yeah. range 14. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, the general jacks, though. Yeah. They, they, don't, they don't abuse this super well. And there's, like, a couple jacks that are, like, do have super long-range weapons, but they're already, like, super long-range weapons. So you're just like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, exactly. Uh, life bound. This one's really cool. Uh, this is a one cost range six. Yep. Uh, friendly living model gains shield guard, and if it dies, you get yep. a soul, and that's it. Yes. That's really cool. Yeah, I I really like this spell with the uh, forge guard and yeah. the siege carrier siege crawler. or the siege crawler, uh, and it makes me it makes me really sad that I just sold my forge guard actually because I'm seriously considering getting this guy. But it's just like, all right, so I've got these these recurring 
shield guards that give me souls and then come back next turn and I can give them shield guard again and then they give yeah. me souls and like between this and and because he doesn't have to boost his attacks ever if he's able to spend three soul tokens just like he's like all right I have one two three four shield guards go and then just like shield guard four shots get four souls and then do it again because you don't have to worry about boosting your attack and damage rolls yeah. they just get boosted yeah uh last bill is sentry uh, this is in a couple places, but um, it's on, like, what the heck's his name in red? Gareth? Yeah. Gareth. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, it's cost two range six. It's an upkeep. Friendly faction model gains. Rapid fire. It just makes a basic range attack during your maintenance phase. Um, you could put it yep. on yourself. Just make an extra shot. You put yeah. it on a galleon and just drag something in <laughs> before you even start your turn. <laughs> it, it is um, an upkeep. Yep, it's an upkeep, so uh, lots of just random little things you can put that on. Sentry's decent. Um, yeah, yep. so this caster's super cool. Um, I heard like they were talking about kind of building him almost butcher style, not quite to that extreme, but just like build a whole army that's just meant to like keep him alive and just let him do work and just and just, and just yeah, I mean, get a bunch of souls that. and that's just all he does. Because if you can just Death Dealer with Black Boon up every turn, you will kill so much. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah. So much stuff just dying. And the thing is, is like you make that Death Dealer and you fire those four shots, if they're all killing Warrior Models, just getting the souls right back anyway. So, like, he's... he's yep, it's he true. Does not have it's super good. Souls. And then one turn, you just go, uh, that Jack. <laughs> kiss, kiss <laughs> Kiss of that Jack, Ayana, kiss it. Prepare to die. Yeah, he's gonna take a ton. Of, I did the math, and it's like you yeah. mostly kill heavies. Like it's pretty gross. Um, well, yeah, I mean, sure. Like I'd even forgot about like Gorman. Just like rusting, rust it, kiss it, cross moves up, kills it. It's like oh, yeah, oops. Yep, it's pretty cool. Run of the circle stuff. Oh, oh gosh, okay. Matt six, one cost eight. Yeah, done. Yep, I still don't understand why you would play this model. Yeah, Matt 6 is good. Like, okay, so here's the thing. People are like, you can contest zones with it forever, and, like, they'll have to commit a heavy. And I'm kind of like, that's nice. What else does yeah, it do? For eight. That's, yeah. yeah, for eight points. Because, like, here's the thing. For one more point, you can get a World Weird. For f six more points now, you can get a World Warden, which is a significant upgrade on this thing. Um, and, and so, uh, I don't know, like if it's meant to be the defensive beast and the world white, which we'll get to in a minute is supposed to be the offensive beast. Why does the world white have shield guard? Yeah. What, why doesn't this thing get it back? Or if it's supposed to be like anti-infantry, why does its gun only hit one thing? So I kind of like, like, honestly, I think something that'd be cool is first of all, I'd like it to get shield guard back because reasons. Um, and then I think I thought it would be cool if it got the Firefly gun oh, instead of what it's got right now. Bounces. Yeah, the bounces because like it would all of a sudden it would synergize with the Storm Raptor because it yeah. shield guards for the Storm Raptor while also getting buffed by the Storm Raptor's Animus. Um, it would be a great piece to take with like a whole bunch of different casters because it has this infantry clearing gun that you don't have to like. It, it, it's different from the World Weird because it's not like straight up offense, but it, it, it clears light things a lot easier. Um, I don't know. And at, at, at Fury Two, it's like yeah, eh? yeah, it's hard. It's a hard sell. So, I'm I'm not sure what to do with all five of mine, but 
Yeah. Well, let's get into the World Warden. He just got a cost reduction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's probably the best heavy in the uh, faction. Other stuff going on, yeah. Um, yeah. Points just, he gets just like reasonably hard with the, the stone shape, which we'll talk about. Um, and then Geomancy's great, you know. Um, Geomancy's great. Pathfinder's great. His animus is awesome. He's got thirty-five boxes. Like he's got chain attack smite. These are all awesome things. It really was. It's um, at the end yeah, of the day, but the like look... point cost and pillow fisted, right? And and these are being fixed. Yeah. Uh, so. Yep. The th- the thing about the world CID is that like it makes me super happy, but then I look at the living beasts and the infantry in circle, and I just kind of go like, <laughs> but why are they still so bad by comparison? Yeah, <laughs> the world guardian. What a monster this thing turned into. Uh, point cost 16, gain of point of strength. Uh, yep. on top of the world shaper, uh, the thing hits like a ton of bricks. <laughs> yeah, um, it does. The, the only complaint I have for this model now is that its animus is basically useless. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, if you cast it, you're not running. So that means you get four <laughs> inches so you of bulldoze. Like seven inches. <laughs> okay, sure. But then you've used, then you've used two of your three fury. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing at the end of that? Brad against your Balder, and you're saving one Fury. I guess I mean, that's I true. See, I could see doing like, it with Brad against where you actually can have a pretty vicious threat range, um, and you're just like, oh, there's like one thing in my way. I can for free irresistible force, and and then charge, and I'm pat twenty three, so I don't really need that extra Fury. But but yeah, overall sure. it's not it's not great. It's very situational. Um, let's go shield guard. Yep. Yeah. Put shield guard. I mean, okay, sure, that's fine. At 16 points now, I'm not too yeah. too bent out of shape about it being a shield guard, especially now that it can actually hurt things. Bradagus. Yep. It was just Mystic War. Bradagus. That... Yep. Well, I mean, yeah, all the things around him changed, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I think he's all uh, of a sudden so viable again. Mystic War just bumped up to being across every model in his army again, um, or every model in his battle group, mm-hmm. which is every model in his army, but yep. <laughs> damn near anyway. Uh, so, yeah, you cast it, enemy upkeep spells go away, and uh, within five inches of models in your battle yep. group, and then whenever stuff tries to cast a spell within five inches of a model in your battle group, uh, increase cost of spell by one. It's okay. It's fine. It's okay. Um, yeah, it's fine. Uh, the things that got better are just all the other models that he needs to take are, are playable again, and it's just like, oh, look, Let's bump down you're good. Um, Stunt Shaper stayed exactly the same, except for gaining Earth's power. Uh, range Command, which is 5. Friendly Faction Construct, War Beast. If it's in range, gets plus 2 strength this turn. Yep. This is this is such a huge deal for Circle. Yep. Like, yeah. It, Circle struggles really hard with breaking high armor yeah, and it, mass, on mass. mass heavy armor. They're really good um, at killing like, one really big thing, but... Or like a couple, one thing, but yeah. It's, you know, but... eight armor, twenty-three jacks. <laughs> it's just like, uh... yep, yeah. No, I think actually, like into um, into Kator Jackspam. Now, I think Circle actually has a game between like World Wardens and World Guardians, and this thing, um, they can actually piece trade. And Kator heavies are not that likely to kill. A wool on the backswing, especially with um, armor buff thrown on. If you're not playing Bradagus, but yeah, like Bald- Balder two, I think Balder two can just like 
do that now, which is really interesting because he's just like, all right, you don't have very many blessed weapons, um, if any. And my wolds all hit POW 18, POW 20 now, so we're going to kill Jax, and then I'm going to pop my feet, and they're all going to be armed 23 or yeah. 21 or whatever, and then uh, and then you'll flail at them ineffectually, and then I will leech Fury yeah. and then do it all over again. Yeah, this is a really exciting change. It's huge for, for the wolds in general, so it'll be really cool to see how that how that plays out as it goes on. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I am actually probably going to do some CID games with Circle this week, which I did not think I was going to do. Uh, World White. This is the new, this is the, the Christmas CID. Uh, um, so Speed 6, yep. Death 13, Arm 15, Fury 2. Uh, it's a light. Yep, 14 it's light. boxes. It's barely a light, but uh, it's got 14. Barely a light. Five points, which is just madness. Um, Animus, yep. Spellcaster, models in two inches, are lit on fire, cost one. Uh, yep. gets plus five armor against fire, and boosts attack and damage rolls while it's on fire and steady while it's on fire. Yep, uh, steady. But it also has steady. Move steady from it. <laughs> yeah, because they're that. Like, that makes uh, sense. Wait, <laughs> that's steady <laughs> and can't be knocked down. Uh, construct pathfinder has shield guard, so five point shield guard for circle. Has shield guard. <laughs> Seems pretty good. Yeah, so so here's the thing. Like, I don't care what this thing does in melee at the end, like at the end of the game. But this thing is going to keep my my warbies from getting shot off the table. Um, I can just see playing three of these, like doing the protector thing, and be like, all right, I'm playing so three shield is, cards. This is the thing, though. So it's past strength ten. All right, it's one weapon, yep. which is pretty low. Uh, mm-hmm. so let's say you have a stone shaper, buff it up by two. And okay, so you're power 12 now. And then you aim yeah. for free. And then you charge something sure. with power 15 weapon master. Well, you get the additional. Well, it's boosted. Mm, but, not quite. Yeah. It's boosted. It's yeah. So, Brett isn't here to present this idea, but um, I'm going to present it for him. Uh, and that is that this thing should be like FA3. And it should get slightly better in a multitude of ways, like maybe get two attacks back or whatever. Um, but it should just be FA3. Like, we don't want to go back to Circle being like, look, we get to spam this one thing, because we just did that with Una 2. And then she and the thing with it got nerfed into the ground, and then Circle was like, wow, we don't have anything to play with anymore. We didn't have Una 2. Yeah. So I, I would very much like to see this model either have no melee weapon at all, um, and just be like, turn his weapon into a gun that gets boosted, whatever. Uh, or I would, I would like to see him become a little bit better and be like FA three, and and just prevent the spam from happening yeah. right off the bat. Yep. Yeah, these will be interesting to see how kind of kind of they, they did say in their live stream that this is this thing was absurd <laughs> initially, and they've been like slowly nerfing it down and testing, trying to like figure out where it needs to be. So. Yeah. I think Pagani, I think I was talking with, uh, was it Pagani? It was somebody at Lock and Load. And like initially it was like two initials yeah. at POW-12. That that yeah. would be ridiculous. Yeah. Turns out POW-10 to POW-12 is a big deal, just like the world weird proved. Uh, next one down, Primus Jalam. Scorn Warlock. Ooh. I actually played against this game. I know you did, which is why I'm going to let you talk about it, and then I'll comment. Uh, he's speed six, he's rat seven. He's mat seven, which could come up. Um... It's actually not bad against his prey. He's actually pretty. He's actually pretty vicious. Yeah, I mean, he goes to like, 
Matt nine power fourteen with Grave Swings. Uh, so yeah, Red seven. He's death fifteen, arm fifteen. Good old stat line. Uh, and he's a Fury six warlock mm-hmm. with looks like sixteen boxes. Um, so his feat mm-hmm. is hide in sight. Uh, when an enemy model makes an attack roll against a friendly faction model in his control, enemy model rolls one less die. It's really yeah, good. that's really um, good. Again, in their live stream, they made a really good point about why this is better than because a lot of people think of one die as a plus three, right? Because um, that's kind of the typical average, approximately, anyway. Um, mm-hmm. This isn't really the same as Mordekar's feat, giving just plus three death to everything, because of how, for one, just how averages work on one die <laughs> is really sweaty yeah. and awkward. Um, the other is mm-hmm. that uh, with Mordekar, you can always hit. With this feat, that is not necessarily yep. the case. Um, if you're mad six and you're going into def 13, there is literally nothing you can do unless you can boost. Um, yeah. Whereas if you're mad six and going into def five billion, even if you can't, always, like if you've got two dice, you can roll sixes, double right? sixes. And, and that might sound like yep. not much, but it's always there. Right. Um, yeah. yeah it, it makes chances pretty, pretty weird. And it's just, you just also always have like, just like a one in six chance to just miss like no matter how bad it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I played against this and it was with Titans who were def 10 and it shouldn't really be a big deal, but really any amount of def boosting on them, you're able to get them attacking over a wall or give them cover against shots or whatever. It's even Titans are like very hard to hit consistently. Um, and if you can mm-hmm. hit Titans consistently, you will not kill them. So yeah, no. uh, he has Pathfinder tough. He has Hunter, which is great. Uh, and he, ha- he has Prey, his first Warcaster or Warlock with Prey. Um, so that's really good. Uh, his yeah. gun is range 12, rate fire 2, pow 10. I also forgot this is a faction with access to Far Strike. <laughs> uh, so that gun shoots yeah. real far. <laughs> um, when my real opponent far. was like, I am in Far Strike and shoot you from 16 inches away, I was like, oh, right. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. Uh, and he has Burst Fire. It's the, the typical Reaver uh, weapon. Um so it's only pow mm-hmm. 10, but it gets plus one against medium base and plus two against uh, large or huge base models. Um, so if you're like a large base caster and he's got prey on you, he's a pow 14, which is pretty, pretty, pretty decent. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. going to hurt. Uh, so, and then, yeah, his, his melee weapon we mentioned, it's pow 12, magical grievous wounds. Um, yep. Also yeah. range one, which is uh, He has important. artifice deviation, drop a template that gives cover and everything in there really good also enemy models treated as rough terrain yeah. that's really vicious as well um some yep yeah no that that spell is amazing I... <laughs> spells really good <laughs> and it doesn't feel spells real good like it's very very good i had a guy tell me all about how dead eye was terrible on reavers because they're already accurate <laughs> that's that's that logic does like, not make any sense to me but it's so are so are gun mages like i had a unit of reavers basically 1v1 and come out even with a unit of idrians with defender's ward and full access to cover or concealment um very few ranged units are capable of fighting that um that's def 17 to 19 i think uh, across the board um and they held up fine because of deadeye um, yes, Reavers are extremely accurate yep. if they want to be, but I think one guy I saw put it put it really good. He's he's basically like a, like Reavers are really good at hitting things that are really hard to hit, but Deadeye makes it so they hit things you think are impossible, 
to hit. And it's true. Now, that's not to say there aren't better targets. Slingers, awesome. <laughs> Slingers are dumb. With oh, yeah. Um, Cataphract Archiari got mentioned. Uh, that's pretty silly. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yep, I can see that. I, I think... I think they won't get played as much until sure, the right, the yeah, cataphract yeah, yeah. thing but comes as far out. As just the unit being good but... at it, really gross. Uh, you know, them six mm-hmm. rat six like shots is is a little bit awkward for that for a unit, especially at their cost. But dead eye makes them very consistent. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a really good spell. Any any pretty much any faction wants dead eye and and scorn got it. So uh, scavenger's blessing. Uh, give a model unit Pathfinder and Prowl. It's really good. Just access to Pathfinder that easy is great on its own, and then Prowl is, yep. is solid uh, if you if you can if you can activate it. So. Yeah. See, I feel like this is a spell that Circle should have. No, I don't. I don't know, understand why this is not a spell at Circle. Uh, moving on. Uh, so you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Warpath. Scorn. Got yeah. Warpath. Oh my gosh, yep. this is a great spell. It's Scorn really got spell. Warpath. So there's actually been a bunch of people that I've been reading say that uh, you should actually take him out of theme, even though you lose points and whatever, because Scavenger's Blessing plus Mollet Karn plus Warpath is just, like, absolute insanity with your feet. And the fact that he can force you to re-roll. You can't pin it down. You can't kill him. Yeah, you can re-roll. Yep. Warpath really, really good. Threat extension or just repositioning across, you know, your whole battle group, pretty much. It's it's very, very solid. And then he has Vanish. Hmm. Yeah, because, like, it's a good spell. Yeah. So so with Karn especially, it's like he charges in, he hits, he sidesteps back two inches, he hits, he sides back, steps back two inches, clears Warpath, moves back three inches, uses his Animus, walks back five inches, and all of a sudden he's 12 inches away from his, char- like 12 to 14 inches away from his tar- charge target with yeah. Prowl. Uh, next up, he's got yeah. Vanish. So he just, he teleports three inches. It's very, very simple. Um, yep. It's good. It's fine. Uh, it's not like a, so his his personal like potential threat against a caster is actually fairly absurd. Um, if he can kill you, he he's unlikely to kill casters on his own most of the time unless you're Sevy with no focus. Um, yeah, but I mean I like I played against him with Sevy one and I just I was like I'm behind a wall with a shield guard and vision on myself and I'm not gonna die anytime soon and um. <laughs> Yeah, because that, that makes him have a 25-inch fire range. Oh, goodness. Let's see. i gotta, I got to check it now. Because so he's range 16, so basically add 6. With Vanish, right? And then, yeah, you yep. add 16 on top of that. Yeah, yep, 25. Um, yep. Ice Witches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. They're puppet yeah, master. Nobody, like, nobody I've everything else, Legion's already got it. about them in Legion has been terribly excited about this, so... Uh, immunity cold. Uh, they're they're def fourteen, armor eleven. They're fa three, which is actually kind of kind of interesting, but um, I don't know that we'll ever see that. Uh, no, because they're seven points. Um, That's too so they expensive. Have frostbite. It's just a spray. Magic ability six. Power twelve. Spray. Uh, it does cold damage. Um, mm. Ice cage. This is a neat spell. Uh, it's range ten. Put them on or put it on a model. It gets minus two def, and if you can hit it. It's cumulative with itself, one of the only things in the game that stacks. And uh, if you mm-hmm. hit it, uh, hit the model three times with ice cages, it becomes stationary. And it doesn't matter where those ice cages came from. So uh, I believe the uh, throne has it now. Um, so they do have yes. other access to it. And so do the Black Maybe Frost Shard, I think. I don't even know. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's fine. I guess it could be interesting to run three units and just be like, I'm going to stationary like three to yeah. two to three things every turn. 
Uh, and yeah. then they have Puppet Master. It's a great rule. That's the big uh, one. People, you'll see them yep. occasionally just for that, but it is it is a steep price uh, at seven points, so it's hard. And they have Snow Wreath, so they do have Concealment. So that's an, and they have Pow- yeah Magical Crit Freeze Swords that you'll never use. Cool. So you never know. Never. You probably won't. So yeah, and the Pharaoh Valkyries. Yeah, the ones that everybody was surprised that they're mm-hmm. three model unit. Yeah, speed five, yep. mat six, rat six, def thirteen, arm sixteen. They work for Circle, Legion, Scorn, and Trollbloods. So these are cool. This is eight points. Yep. You get a three model shield guard unit. It's pretty good. Yep. Uh, they have tough. Yeah. They and assault and they have gun. and assault. And they have vengeance. Yep. Yep. So, something that I've seen people discussing that I think is a great idea with these guys. So, the thing about Gang is that with a three-man unit that is... Or a three-man unit or a small unit that is not uh, Kaya's Eliminators, um, it's really hard to apply it, like, ever. Um, And so, what I've seen a lot of people suggest is that um, they get Gang Fighter, which gives them Gang with anything in the faction, or any warrior model. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That'd definitely be really interesting. Um, so. Yeah, they're neat. Uh, I mean, they, with the gangs, so they're, they're going in at PAF 14s. Uh, sorry, PAF 12s. I read their gun. PAF 12s. Um, but, I mean, yep. it's not super efficient, but if you throw Fury on them, <laughs> that, that actually hits pretty hard. It's true. crit knockdown on swords. And they do have uh, the buckler cannons with assault. Yeah. So, um, yep. And they and they have vengeance, which is also I mean you're going to trigger that a lot because let's be honest, um, yeah you got shield guard. Yeah, it, like this so. unit, it's this is I don't think this is exactly a you know they're not like a powerhouse melee unit they're not going to kill the world here, but for eight points they have a ton of utility while also being killy being being perfectly capable of killing things. Um, yeah, you know, and even I mean even if it's just like solos and stuff they they are going to be mad eight with gang so. Like they they will hit things, um, not necessarily cracking armor, obviously, but it's decent. Yeah, but I mean, you can do any number of things. You can throw, you know, crippling grass from Arcadius, or again, like like that. That's one that's less yeah. like putting all your eggs into a three model unit, like with Fury. But you can still Fury them, you know, and it's gonna hurt. <laughs> um, it's true. I mean, I like them with a lot of the casters. Uh, minions really kind of wanted. Something that wasn't as expensive as the Bokor for Shield Guard. Yeah, not as expensive and kind of harder to kill. Um, I mean, three, three, yeah, small three bases, small based, five wound, tough models. Um, so that's a very yep. good Shield Guard package, right? So they're, they're, I think they'll be yeah, easy. for sure. And then you know, Hungerford was going on about them vengeancing up and charging stuff with Gang, and they can definitely do that. So seems alright. Yep. Seems alright. That's all the models. Yeah. That's a long run of models. Just a long yeah, run. for sure. So, here's what I think we're going to do. I think we're going to talk about themes next time. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. It's been an hour, 20 minutes of these four yeah. people listening to us. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we're going to do, is we're going to go on and talk about the theme forces next time, cause, and, which makes me sad, let me tell you, because... Because Chandler's been chomping at the bit. <laughs> Cause damn, <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah, let's go on to the good old super fun admin stuff. Uh, this time it was you know a couple yeah. of a uh, couple of people hanging out in the uh, the Twitch here. Thanks for coming and and hanging out with us for a little bit. Um, we'd love to be able to do stuff like this more often in the future and and keep working on presentation and and uh, topics and stuff for people. So. Uh, yeah, this podcast will, of course, go up normally uh, tomorrow, maybe Sunday, but we'll see. Um, yep. Assuming, that's assuming the, the recording happened. happened properly, I'll be very sad if it didn't. But anyway, uh, thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Um, it's seriously been awesome. It's Jane and I spend a lot of time checking each other and making sure our stuff is is as high quality as it can be, and and uh, and that we're yep getting stuff out and, and making stuff happen. And it's really that that. And, and we're super excited to go to War Machine Weekend. Uh, you're you're making that possible yeah, for both of us. Um, so, yeah. so so thank you so much because we're, I, I'm sure. super excited to go. Uh, and of course, if you do want to check that out, that is at Patreon.com/LOSWarMachine. Uh, thanks to Broken Egg, ton for their support. Uh, they've been awesome helping us out with uh, some tokens and terrain and stuff to to make sure our stuff looks decent, assuming it's painted anyway, which mine is like occasionally. Um, you can of course go to Broken Egg and use the code LOS5CODE you get 5% off the Broken Egg store which is awesome Um, our website is LOSWarMachine.com that's where you can see all of our ramblings and other nonsense we do if you want to bug any of us on Twitter we are at LOS underscore Chandler at LOS underscore Jaden or our intern Brett who is you know as I said dead but not here uh, at (laughs) ChokeUpsess underscore LL he never checks that though so good luck um our email is loswarmhordes at gmail.com because LOS War Machine was taken. Uh, Facebook, uh, you can find us at Line of Sight. And, of course, you can message any of us on Facebook. We love you guys. Yep. Uh, real real quick question, Chandler, um, for those those listening. When are we doing our raffle yes, for our be, Patreon dudes? That should be next episode. That's when we'll be doing it. Um, yep. It, it's technically it's the 31st of August. I meant to do it top of September, but whatever. Close enough. Um so yeah, the the next one we're going to be uh, going through the um, going through the list of everybody who's uh, who's supported us on Patreon uh, for at least uh, f- four episodes, right? Um, and yep. doing the raffle, and that's going to be great. And we will contact you guys uh, who win if you don't get back to us on that, and send you all your fun little things. So yeah, yeah, or not in the case of the, the painted one because that will yep. take a while. Yep. But or. Yeah. If, yeah, but if somebody that lives so. near me, I'll just walk it to you. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Rune Wise in the chat. Chandler's faithful masses represent. Yes, <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Good lord, <Faithful> <laughs> it's glorious. We'll talk about it next week. But for now, I'll see you guys later. Yeah. <laughs>